meaningful conversation. I'm Michael Collins. My co-host is Walter Somerville, and in every episode, we sit down to talk about something that we find meaningful or something that we're still trying to figure out. We're not experts. We just believe that life is better when we're intentional about it. I hope you love the show. Episode, sorry about that. But I've still been thinking about the Dostoevsky quote we discussed in the last episode, which means that I probably still have more that I need to say about it. So I thought I would take this chance to make a little part two, share some of the things I've been thinking about, maybe clarify some of the stuff that we mentioned in the last episode. Um, So I hope you enjoy this. Um, And we'll be back to regular episodes in two weeks when the next episode goes up. So... Before we start, I want to read the quote one more time. It goes, There is only one way to salvation, and that is to make yourself responsible for all men's sins. As soon as you make yourself responsible in all sincerity for everything and for everyone, you will see at once that this is really so, and that you are in fact to blame for everyone and for all things. Now, some of this might sound repetitive if you listened to the previous episode, but I'm hoping that I can say it more clearly here than I did the first time around. Um, One thing that I don't think we talked about last time that is worth mentioning is the different ways that we can look at the word responsibility. When we hear the phrase, take responsibility, the first thing we think of, or at least the first thing I think of, is a mistake has been made and someone needs to be punished for it. And if we read the quote with this definition of responsibility, then it seems extra insane, right? It sounds like Dostoevsky is saying you should be punished for other people's sins, which is what Christ did on the cross. But the whole point, the whole reason that he took that punishment on the cross was so that we don't have to. So it makes no sense for us to try and take that punishment back from him. But instead, if we take responsibility to mean something similar to the way we say that parents are responsible for their children, it starts to make a little bit more sense. Now, obviously, you cannot treat everyone like they are your child, but think about it like this. If a parent decides that they don't want to take care of their child, if they lock their kid in a room and don't take them to school or teach them how to take care of themselves, if they instead teach their child that it is okay to steal and cheat and lie and then the child grows up to be a thief and a murderer we would say that the parent is at least partially responsible for their child's crimes right now i know it's still a jump to get from being responsible for your children to being responsible for everything but i will work our way up to that i'll get to that in a minute um before then i want to give another example um or of a different way, or another way to think about this. So I think the this idea that Dostoevsky is getting at in this quote is represented perfectly in the origin story of Spider-Man. <laughs> so you've probably heard the story. It's been shown in t- at least two different movies since I was a kid, um, and countless comic books. Um, but Spider-Man gets his powers, figures out how to use them, and then gets in an argument over some money with a guy running a business, right? In the Tobey Maguire movies, it was the guy organizing the wrestling match, and in the Andrew Garfield movie, it was, or movies, or movie, I don't, I guess it was only in one of them, but it was the guy at the convenience store. And then that guy gets robbed, Spider-Man doesn't stop the robber, even though he easily could, and the robber shoots Uncle Ben. Then we get the famous line, 
with great power comes great responsibility. And that, I think, is almost the same thing as what Dostoevsky is saying in this quote. The only difference is that the Spider-Man quote focuses on great power and great responsibility, and Dostoevsky, I think, is more concerned with the individual, personal, normal responsibility. So here's the thing. You might not have great power. That totally depends on how you define great. But if you're a living human being, you do have power. And maybe you would also disagree with that because you have a different definition of the word power. But what I mean by power in this context is that you have an effect on the world around you. It doesn't matter if you're trying to or not. You're going to have an effect. By existing in this world and making decisions, you are affecting everyone and everything you come into contact with. And your effect is going to be either positive or negative. You are either actively making the world better or you are actively making the world worse. And in that way, you are responsible for the world, right? Does that make sense? So... The next question then is, what do we do about that? If we realize that we are responsible for the world in that way and that everything that we do is going to make it better or worse, what do we do? Well, we obviously have a major responsibility to make the right choices and do the right things. The only problem with that is that we are imperfect people. We are born with a sin nature and we cannot live perfect lives. It's impossible for us on our own. There's only one way that we can avoid leaving the world worse than we found it, and that is to allow God to live through us. We cannot do good on our own. We have to let the source of good work through us. And that, I think, is what Dostoevsky was getting at by saying that this was the only way to salvation, right? Remember the beginning of the quote, there is only one way to salvation, and that is to make yourself responsible for all men's sins and the rest of it, you know? I don't know how much of this is new or just me. I think a lot of this episode is just me clarifying some of the things that I was trying to understand in the last episode. But one last thing, um, I want to read some Bible verses that I think go along with or represent this idea that Dostoevsky is getting at. Uh, Matthew 5, verse 13 through 16 says, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Light of the World Sounds like we have a pretty big impact on the world around us, right? Exactly what I'm trying to communicate here. Um, but how about this one? Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 30 says, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So looking to the interests of others kind of sounds like taking responsibility for other people. 
Let's look at Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. It says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. So bearing one another's burdens, and then for each will have to bear his own load. Sounds contradictory at first, right? But what I think this is saying is that we have a responsibility a responsibility to help each other and to push each other closer to God. We just have to be careful because we can easily be pulled down by the person that we are trying to lift up. And in the end, we're going to be judged as individuals, right? And let's keep going with that. In verse 6, it says, Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap. If we do not give up, so then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. So do good, right? And where does good come from? God. Sow into the Spirit and let God work in you. Because if we try to do it ourselves, if we sow into the flesh, we will become corrupt, and any attempt at good will be corrupted with us. One more verse from James chapter 4. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. I think this verse just reemphasizes what I said earlier about how we will either be making the world a better place or we will be making it worse. Either we are doing what is right or we are sinning. There is no neutral. I hope you guys enjoyed this weird solo episode. I know it's short. Um, it's just I wrote out most of this to try and clarify my thoughts a little bit more coherently. Um, Walter and I should be back in two weeks with another regular episode. It means so much to us that you guys take time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I hope you found something valuable in it, and I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or the show in general. Please send an email or a message on social media. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time. For the show in general, please send an email or a message on social media. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.